I'm Jakob Voigt, the CEO of Catalytic, and this is Unbundled Boost, a series specifically created to boost businesses in South Africa by letting passionate and committed business people share their stories. In this episode, we're chatting about a girl's best friend, yes, you thought it, diamonds. We're chatting about engagement rings, what the latest trends are in the industry, um, what to consider uh, when buying one. And believe it or not, it doesn't have to be complicated, difficult, or challenging. I'm uh, joined by Kate Shearer, uh, founder of Bespoke by Kate. Kate, welcome. Thank you. Thanks for having me. So we always start the show by just telling us a little bit about yourself. Okay, so um, I I went and I studied at the Gemological Institute um, of America uh, about eight years ago in New York City. Um, and I went and I uh, did my GG, which is a graduate diploma in gemology. Um, so um, basically diamond grading and gem identification. Um, and then once I got my GG, then I also did the, the jewelry design course. Um, I actually spent a year in New York. Um, after my studies, I actually went and uh, I I uh, interned at Cartier on Fifth Ave, okay. uh, which was quite an experience. And um, obviously, I worked in the high jewelry. So I was basically there just, um, you know, helping customers, you know, explaining to them, um, um, you know, what, what jewelry was, um, uh, you know, on offer. And uh, all their, you know, they had very special gemstones there. So I was, you know, about, uh, so they were naturally colored in nature. So I was explaining, you know, you know, I had to kind of like be the, uh, just like educating people, which was, which was great. Um, yeah. So that's how I started. And obviously I was, um, I mean, I, I obviously been, always been very passionate about gemstones and diamonds and jewelry. And, um, and then I came back to South Africa and I worked in the industry for a bit. And then I decided I want, you know, I needed to start my own, um, jewelry brand bespoke by Kate. Um, and basically it's, um, what I do is uh, source gemstones and diamonds for private clients, design, and then um, we make we custom make up the piece. So it is a it's like a, a, a you know one of a kind piece, and uh, it is to suit obviously your you know your style and pocket. Um, so it's very important. Yeah. So we work with the clients and make sure that um, we create a very special piece. Um, and then obviously um, you know me be, being uh, having that information, all the information I have on diamonds. And you know it is it is quite a complicated thing, hmm. um, but uh, what I like to do is I like to sit down with my clients and then take them through step by step through a, a GIA certificate, which is a lab search how the diamond is valued, which has the four C's, and then I explain to them the value factors, and then we decide. So obviously, one so it would be color the clarity, the cut, and the carat weight. Now, they're all very important, um, um, but obviously then, you know, so we did, then we chat about the, those four Cs and then decide which is the most important to the client. So whether it's carat weight, which would be size, whether, whether it's clarity or color, color would be like the, the more white the diamond, the more rare, which means the more pricey. Um, but you can actually get some lovely, um, you know, like champagnes and cognacs now that are, you know, a little bit lower down the, the color scale. So a little bit more affordable. 
Um, and then also, you know, you get fancy diamonds. So then that's when you go past the, you know, you sort of go um, past the, the color scale. And then that's when the diamonds become more valuable because that's when they, the colors are more saturated. And, um, yeah, so, I mean, it's a very interesting uh, industry. Um, and then obviously the cut, which is um, something that people don't really uh, think about, but it is actually the most important because cut um, basically, uh, you know, we got round brilliant cut, which is the optimum cut. Um, and that ha- gives you the most, it gives you, it's because the, obviously the, the it's uh, gives you the most scintillation and fire and brilliance. Um, and then you get your fancy shapes, which are the, Everything else. So your, you know, your ovals, your marquees, your emerald cut, princess cut. So, um, the nice thing about the fancies is they kind of give you that, um, you know, uh, illusion that they could be a little bit like bigger than a, than a round brilliant because of just the, 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 the proportions of how it's cut. So some people like to go for like an oval. Oval, for example, because, you know, one carat oval is probably going to look a, a little bit bigger than a, a one carat round brilliant. So there's lots of little tricks. Um, so that's what I always love to, you know, um, educate my clients about. And, um, and, and what determines the cut? So, so the cut is, um, basically, so you got round brilliant and then you've got your fancy cut. So like, I mean, round brilliant will have about 58 facets. <laughs> so, and then, um, it's the proportion and symmetry of those facets. So then you get, so, so with cut, you get a cut grade. Okay. So obviously triple excellent cut is the one that it's a premium cut. That's what everybody wants. Um, but that will give you excellent proportion, symmetry, overall cut. So that's triple X. So, when when looking for a diamond, I would say always go for triple excellent cut. Um, and yeah, so the rounds, yeah. So rounds, I, I would say always, I would say come out on top. But the fancies are also quite lovely if you want something different. Okay. And now, um, who are your typical customers? So when I when I sit and listen to all these various diamonds uh, type scenarios or whatever, it sounds like it's it's only for the it's very exclusive. It's only for the for the rich and famous, if I can call it that. Well, look, I mean, um, if we think about it, diamonds are um, they are a dollar based, you know, they are dollar based commodity. So diamonds and gold. So when us in South Africa are looking to buy a diamond, uh, we always have to convert. So when when the rand is strong <laughs> like it is now, then it's a good time to buy. But then again, you know, you can't we can't control the exchange rate. So no. it's uh, look, um, diamonds are always going to be, I guess, they, yeah, they are pricey. Uh, the thing is, I mean, if you think about it, they are they do form over like you know hundreds of millions of years ago, deep down on the Earth's crust, and then they get pushed up by. Uh, you know, pushed up by different, you know, like kimberlite pipes or whatever it may be. And then with with regards to mining, they either, you know, land up in uh, rivers and streams or, or, or the ocean or, or, you know, you've got your kimberlite mining, which is when they go down. But um, the... Yeah, so that's, I mean, so it's quite a, it's quite a, 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 quite a hectic process just to get the diamonds out of, you know, just to get them out of the, the ground. And then obviously they're in their rough form. So then they would then need to be polished. So that's, uh, you know, that's, this is why they, they're so pricey. Um, but it sounds like it's a, it's a good, uh, it's a good investment. It's always gonna, you, you, it's, it's, you'll, you won't easily lose money on it. Look, I think diamond is definitely when you're looking at uh, gemstones, it is it is the number one investment stone. 
without a doubt. So look, you, um, I think, and also for engagement rings, um, the reason why diamond has always been the number one choice is because it's a 10 on the Mohs, which is how we measure hardness. And uh, it also has a cubic structure. So it, it means that it, it won't chip in a braid like the other gems might, because obviously the other gems will be softer than diamond, uh, which makes it very durable and uh, ideal for everyday wear. Um, and also for some, uh, you know, a, a ring you can wear uh, for a lifetime, um, or also passed down to, you know, to family, you know, family members. So, it, it that that is why I think um, when you know De Beers did do that big marketing campaign back in the day, which uh, you know diamonds are a girl's best friend, you know, there was a lot of intrinsic, you know, the you know the reasons for it. So obviously the the hardness is is something, and then also it's beautiful, it's insulation and fire, and and the fact that it has value. So, I mean, a lot of people, well, you know, the synthetic diamond, or we would like to call it maybe the, it's a lab-grown diamond. So it's basically has the same, it's been around for many years. They've been using it for industrial purposes. And only recently they've started using it for gem, you know, for, for jewelry. And um, it, it obviously is a, it's a, a, you know, it's a fraction of the price of a natural diamond, but it does have that eco-friendly feel to it. So a lot of people like to, to opt for that um, uh, because it does it basically has the same chemical composition and crystal structure um, as its natural counterpart, but it's just grown in the lab. So you get, so, so, so synthetics have become quite popular, I think amongst the, you know, the younger, uh, well, the youth. I would say. Yeah, I wanted to ask now because I'm sure uh, that the, the trends are changing as uh, as the, the younger ones come into the engagement market, if we can call it that. So, so yeah. how long does it take to make a, synth- a synthetic diamond? Well, it only takes a couple of weeks oh, really? to make. Okay. Yeah, so it's pretty quick. Um, but um, I guess it's you know the only way they can really tell the difference because obviously when you whenever anybody buys a diamond, they must please make sure they buy it with a lab certificate. So, if they're buying a synthetic, it must also come with a, la- a certificate, like a GIA certificate that says this is a lab-grown diamond. So you know, but you always need to have that proof or that the guarantee that it's not, you know, a piece of glass, basically. So um, yeah, so basically, yeah. And then, and then, does it have the same qualities, like you say, as a normal diamond? Is it as hard and as durable? Yes, so it does. So it's the same. So it's exactly the same as its natural counterpart. It's just grown in a lab. So basically, it will have the same. The only difference, okay. So how they pick it up in a lab, because obviously it has to go for extensive lab, you know, like uh, treatment and you know, to you know, uh, under microscope and all that. And I think the difference that they, the only difference that they're picking up, it has less inclusions. So inclusions are the the blemishes and the so or inclusions like the little fingerprints inside the diamond when it forms in nature. So it's, if there are little elements around, then um, you know um, those inclusions can form inside the diamond. Um, so that's what we have in natural diamonds. And obviously, when when we look at natural diamonds, you know you don't want a diamond that has uh, so many inclu- you know inclusions that you can see with the naked eye. So generally, you want to looking you want to look around the VS range, um, no, nothing further than SI one, because obviously then you can start getting, you know, you can start noticing the inclusions with the naked eye. So uh, well, that's with natural diamonds, but I guess with with the synthetics, they have far less in, inclusions, and the inclusions are they just differently like. Um, 
they're differently shaped and so they can pick it up you know that's how they pick it up yeah and and now from from a trains perspective would you say that uh, synthetic is becoming a lot more popular well look i think definitely because of the price and um I think it's yeah, it's definitely a, a, a popular topic at the moment. So um, it's just that yeah, I guess. Um, and the only problem is that a synthetic diamond won't, you know, it doesn't have any value. So whereas when you're buying a diamond like a natural diamond, you'll at least get your fifty percent, you'll at least get about half of half of it back if you ever did want to sell it. I'm just saying you'd get that's a guarantee, right? You get about half of the price of the diamond back, but um, with a with a, with a, a synthetic, um, you probably won't get you'll get you'll get zero. So there's no value in a synthetic diamond. No, so no. it just depends what you want. I think end of the day, I would always go natural and maybe try and budget for it. If I'm like you know ready to get married and, and I'm thinking about it, I would probably budget for it. And you know, um, I, look, I do a lot of engagement rings. Um, you know, like one characters, I think those are kind of like the, you know, natural diamonds that are kind of between like, say, your 80 or 60 to 100K uh, that you can actually get quite a nice, you know, a nice engagement ring, you know, a di- nat- with a na- natural diamond. Um, obviously, but then, you know, with your synthet- synthetic, you can probably go for a much bigger size. Okay. Um, okay. Yeah. So that's, that's and, and obviously a much, um, much less price. <laughs> and, and then if we're talking about natural diamonds, uh, where do they typically come from? Who's the major producers? Oh, gosh. Well, I mean, nowadays, um, look, I mean, are we talking about like rough? Uh, yes. R- rough. Yeah, where do they come from? Look, I mean, look, I mean basically, I would say um, like when you're looking at best quality uh, naturals, um, we would look at like, you know, De Botswana, um, which is in Botswana. There's, uh, there's, uh, Canada has a, a great supply chain of, of, um, good quality, uh, good quality diamonds. Russia, <laughs> which, uh, which is a, which is a, I guess they're not, you know, nobody's wanting to buy their diamonds at the moment. So yeah, there have been, there are a few other s- supply chains with good quality diamonds. There was, there was also a big mine in, um, it was the Argyle mine in um, a Rio Tinto mine back um, in in Australia. Um, that was quite a while ago, but basically they had uh, they were basically pulling out like a huge quantity of diamonds, and they were um, you know it was like cognacs and champagnes, and so obviously because you know we're looking at a little bit lower like color you know. Uh, down the color scale so uh, those diamonds are coming out then obviously being uh, a lot of them get polished in india because they have the biggest cutting facilities there um cutting houses and they also i guess the most affordable and most skilled so most of the diamonds get cut there and then they then they then get you know then they go all over the world so So, um so so yeah but uh, with yeah, sorry. Sorry, Kate. So when you <laughs> okay. talk about eco-friendly, what does what does that uh, what what do people have concerns about from from the eco-friendliness perspective? Look, I think people are just worried. You know, they they don't like the mining aspect of diamonds, okay. and also black diamonds, I guess. But let's let's uh, let everybody. You know, um, let's. Uh, what what they've done is they actually there's a, a Kimberley process that um, has been uh, around for quite a long time, and that all all diamonds, so all all the rough will then go through this Kimberley process, and um, you know, and then they, it gets polished. So there's no 
to obviously not allowing for blood diamonds. Obviously, you're always going to have a few that slip through the cracks. I mean, you can't help that. But um, I think about 90, it's like over 90% of, of diamonds are good now go through that process. So you can be rest assured that it's not a blood diamond if you're buying it certified through GIA or EGL. Um, but I guess with lab grown, you know, it doesn't have that, yeah, environmental aspect. So... I think that's and yeah, that that's probably why people would you know want to go for that. So so as we go through these uh, these different generations, I'm I'm not even sure where we are on now. I think it's we passed Generation Z already, um, but uh-huh. uh, you know uh, they've got a. We know that, uh, when it comes to the world of work, they've got a different view on on what they want to do and how the world works. So um, yeah. do you find that that uh, in 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 this industry, there's also trends that basically changes from our previous generations used to do things. Yes, definitely. Look, I mean, I'm, I, I'm, a, I wouldn't say I'm a look. I, I'm more of a purist, so I would like to. Obviously, I like to go for you know a natural, a natural diamond, something that's you know a good, a good quality natural diamond that I know. You know, is a like an investment stone, basically. Yeah. Um, also, then uh, you know, do you remember when we are buying? Most people, when they buy engagement rings, they don't really buy them to sell them. They buy them to keep for eternity, right? But I mean, if you were looking for an investment, yeah, I would say definitely a good quality, like uh, one character above, say G color above VS one clarity, like triple excellent cut, which would be a, a good investment stone. Obviously, if you're buying it at the right price. Um, yeah. So, I mean, I, that's what I try and help my clients with is try and cherry pick the best, you know, the best, um, diamonds in the industry, in the industry and, uh, and then make them available to them. And then they can then decide what they want. But, um, I would say definitely the young, uh, you know, the younger generation, I think they're a little bit more, um, I think also price sensitive. And I don't think they're too worried about quality. <laughs> yeah. So they, I mean, they don't, they're, they're quite happy if it looks like, if it, you know, if it's a good, like, lookalike or simulant or, because, you know, we also have the things like moissanite, uh, stones like moissanites and CZs that are on the market, which are even more affordable. Also, diamond simulants. Um, I mean, the moissanite is quite popular amongst, uh, this, the, you know, uh, as, as an, as an engagement drink because it is hard. Um, and it is durable. It has more fire than diamond. So it is, you can pick it up. <laughs> it, is, it has a bit more fire. What does that but, mean? It's, um, it's got a bit more color. So, yeah, when you look at it in like a, in light, um, in a, it will have a bit more like a, almost like, almost rainbow colors that come out. Okay. When, it, when it's in light, in the light. So, I mean, it's very hard to pick up if you don't have a trained eye. Yes. But, um, I mean, not nobody's gonna, nobody would know that it's a moissanite, except, except, I guess, the person who bought it and, uh, hopefully the person wearing it. But I think, you know, it's, um, it just depends what people, what, what, what people want. I mean, nowadays, I mean, look, you, I mean, also like with the metals as well, you know, um, I always say for engagement drinks, it's gotta be platinum or it's gotta be 18 karat gold. You know, because it's uh, yeah. And, and Kate, uh, just talk me through the the the, the uh, let's call it the, the design process, if you want to call it that. Um, yes. So so uh, uh, in my days, you, you sort of uh, you wanted to surprise the person that you that you're going to get engaged to. So it was almost left to to the man to to decide. But I think it's a bit more. Uh, I don't think men are that great when it comes to the design uh, scenario. So how does it typically work with your customers? 
Well, this is why this is why I this is where I come in because okay. I have a you know I basically will then look lo- a lot of the time it, it's still the men making the decisions based on what their partner uh, would like or you know sometimes it's look I don't like I, I think a lot of the time they they have a good indication so they they'll have a shield circuit this is this the shape stone j- uh, diamond I want or this is the color metal I want. You know, so um, it's quite, and also it's quite important to know what finger size she, know her finger size, because you want to make sure that the ring fits. Um, But when, with regards to design, you know, I always do try and guide them uh, with, you know, I always like to go for a classic design. I mean, you've got, um, you know, you could either set it in a solitaire, which is like a, with claw set, uh, which is a beautiful, I mean, it's a classic, you know, uh, style, or you, or it could be set, uh, with a halo, which is with a little, like a center stone with little, with diamonds around, which is quite nice if you're wanting to like, you know, just sort of give the stone a bit more, like give it a bit more sparkle, or you could add like, you know, you could bezel set it, which is when it's set in metal. So, um, which is also, um, you know, with, with, with a couple of stones as well. So like you could do like a three stone or a five stone. So it all really depends also on, on, um, on your partners, you know, on her, um, personality, maybe what work she does. If she, um, so I always do ask those oh, questions and make sure I ask all the questions and then, um, and then come up with, uh, so we do, uh, do CAD renderings. So what we'll do is we'll, so once we've chosen the diamond um, and we've chatted about the design, then I'll, uh, I'll do a CAD rendering. Um, and then that is basically like a computer-generated version of the ring. So you know exactly what you're going to get. So there are no surprises. And the great thing is that they always do come out looking um, so much. I mean, obviously, the client is so much well, the the that's generally the, the the guy the men that are buying it they are like totally overwhelmed by the 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 beauty of 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 the ring you know um and then i also do um offer a do get it valued so i normally get it valued by a third party and yeah and then that's you know that's all you need so you need the valuation for insurance and you need your GIA certificate, which is uh, goes with the uh, you know with your your main your set of diamond. And, so and, just, and how long does that process typically take? From uh, so it can take it can take about uh, I would say about three weeks. Yeah, oh, it's quick to custom make. Yeah, but um, it could look. It also depends on um, how quickly you know we make a decision on the centers on on. On choosing the the right diamond, because you know, also let's not forget that diamonds are fluid in the industry, so they don't they don't you know if it's available today, might not be available in three weeks time. So okay. I like to like show clients at least three diamonds, and then they can kind of choose whichever one they resonate better with. Because sometimes they do, you know, people do have this sort of like attraction to. Uh, I don't, it's it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a funny thing, but they do they do resonate more with 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 certain diamonds, um, yeah. So it's it's a very exciting um, I think process and obviously time in people's lives when they're getting engaged. So it's no, so nice to be able to offer the inf- the right information uh, to them so they like feel one hundred percent, you know, with their purchase and what they're doing and you know and all that. So they feel safe in 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 the in the process. And and um, do you do you think that uh, the days of um, 
the how do I say the large jury change? Uh, do you think that's changed a little bit? Uh, look, um, look, I think um, look the retailers are. I mean, look, they're always going to. I think they're always going to be there. Um, I don't. I mean, I I mainly just have a private. I do private consultations. But look, I mean, the retailers. I think. I think what because I think what what is changing is people are wanting. They're wanting to design their own piece of jewelry, like wanting, you know, so they're wanting something custom made, something that suits their personality. So um, they much rather build their own ring opposed to, you know, just buy a ring off the shelf. Okay, yeah. And there's, a, there's a lot more of a, it. There's just more emotion that goes into it. And I think that's kind of what people want nowadays, you know. And, and they're all participation um, they in the process. Yes, and they want options. And also there's, you know, there's the internet. You can go and do your research. And you can see, you know, how much diamonds cost. I mean, obviously, you know, uh, you know, retailers do. I mean, their prices are quite high. I try to generally, you know, I, I try to be more on a wholesale basis. So just to make sure that you know um, clients are getting a good price, you know, not being overcharged. So, um, so th- this is quite a. Uh, I always end the end the show by by saying, okay, right, how do we make it real? So, um, not that I'm planning uh, to get engaged anytime soon. I've, I've, uh, yes. Um, but if I, if somebody is now listening and they and they want to embark on this process, uh, w- what is the right place to start? Well, I would say the best best place to start is you need to pick a jeweler. Um, pick a jeweler. Um, uh, some, you know, and also decide on how much you want to spend. Uh, make sure your jeweler does have credentials that they, you know, went to accredited school that, and, um, you know, that they, you know, they also, cause then obviously they're going to be selecting the, the diamonds for you and make, you know, you want to make sure those diamonds are of the best quality. And then also obviously working with how much you want to spend that that's important because, you know, um, with diamonds, you know, it's, it's quite hard to, to work backwards. It's quite nice, you know, cause I mean, like how long is a piece of string? Yeah, yeah. Because obviously with their four C's and the different, uh, so the, uh, you got your carrot weight and so different sizes and, you know, color clarity, um, you know, you need to, it, it's quite important to know, like have an idea of a budget because then we can work on a, like a, you know, a certain look. I mean, I would no- normally say, yeah, like a, a nice quality diamond. Um, yeah, like I mean, yeah. So I mean, I guess they would still have to start, and then also knowing her ring size, finger size is important. Um, how do you? Yeah, how, I mean, do you how do you uh, know that if you want to make it the the engagement a surprise? <laughs> yeah. So look, I mean, I've had this, I've had this uh, challenge many times, and we've actually been quite, quite um, on on target, <laughs> quite a few of the times. Where obviously the, um, what we do is we either we either use and like say if she wears rings, um, you know, maybe take a ring that she wears on her right hand. So right hand ring finger or a ring that she and then she, uh, you know on and then I can try and figure out. Because I'm I'm so I'm so good at figuring out finger sizes these days. Um, I just figure figure out um, the uh, what size it would be for her left side. So basically, like if it's say her right hand finger, so we would we would take the ring um, and we would put um, get like a, a ruler and then put it over the ruler 
Um, and then we'd just measure the the inner diameter. So basically, from from north, so from north to, so if it's like fifteen millimeters or whatever it is, and then then we got the inner diameter, and then that inner diameter can then tell me what the the, the finger size is, and then and then we work from there. Okay, so, so that's that. So it is, it is a bit of a guessing game, but I mean, obviously, we need to be. Uh, that's that's normally and then so the right hand is normally one size bigger than the left. It depends oh. if you if you right handed and if you if you're quite a sporty right hander, then um, so your right hand will be a size bigger than your left. You're, it's just it's just hard work. So yeah, I've managed to um, yeah. Um, so that's it is a, it is a guessing game though. And look, if the finger size if it doesn't fit, then um, customers can just bring it bring the ring back to me and I resize it. You know, no problem. You know, free of charge. Because sometimes you know, it, it, I mean, you don't get it right. But look, if it is if it is a like a full eternity band, which is when you know the diamonds go all the way around, then that is a bit harder to resize. But those are generally what people want as a wedding band. So then you kind of already know. The finger size, you know, from the engagement ring. Okay, okay. It, it is a yeah, it, it is a challenge, but I can I can definitely guide them with that for sure. And then and then, how do people get hold of you? Okay, so um, people can get a hold of me. Um, I've got a website bespoke by Kate, um, and also on Instagram and Facebook. So, and I also do private consultations. So, um. And yeah, I, I can also put uh, uh, send through my um, email address and um, telephone number, whatever is easiest. Okay, cool. So we'll share all of that uh, later today when we when we publish the podcast. Uh, Kate, thank you okay, very thanks. much. It was it's it's fascinating to speak to somebody that number one you can see that knows what they're talking about and it has a passion for something like this and and like you said it's uh it's normally something that you can, that's gonna last for a very very long time so it's worthwhile um you know um uh, involving an expert in the process of course and i would be happy to assist anyone in that process um so i'm just i'm just the call away okay excellent <laughs> okay thank you very much and thanks so much for having me on the show it was uh, great to chat to you thank you Thanks for listening to Unbundled Boost, brought to you by Catalytic, a series that aims to boost business in South Africa. Remember that you can listen to all of the episodes on the Cliff Central app or website. And for added convenience, you can subscribe to the podcast on Apple's podcast, Spotify, Google, or wherever you listen. And, and if you want to know more about Catalytic, please visit catalytic.co.za.